0: It is time to talk some hoops on the HUGE Show Across Michigan each and every week. Presented by Dorn Mayhew, we welcome in the coach, John Beeline, former boss of the Michigan basketball program, went on to the NBA with the Cavs and the Pistons as a senior advisor. Now he'll be on the Big Ten Network in studio beginning in January following Big Ten Hoops and each and every week with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder from Bean Garter John and myself, we talk Michigan State, Michigan Pistons, and other basketball headlines. How you doing, Coach?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Bill. How are you? How about you, Josh?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing real well. Thank you. Well, we're gonna have to get to a question. We got priorities though. With Michigan State's win over Baylor, then the bounce back impressive victory over a tough Oakland team that has been playing some of the big boys in college basketball strong. We'll get to Juwan Howard's return, and also the Pistons have lost, what is it, 24 in a row. But uh, we'll get some coaching advice for Josh Garvey. He's coaching his son's sixth-grade team, and we're coming up on the elevator. And he said, I got the tackling dummy, and I told the kids we're going to run, run, and then run. So uh, we'll get advice at the end of this. We got we, we, we got some things to hit. Right. All right. Uh, let's talk about Michigan State. Nobody saw uh, the Baylor win coming. Josh, uh, I know we talked last week. I thought Michigan State was in store for a long season because of a lack of offense. And, Mr. Garvey, what do you think of what Michigan State did the Baylor in Detroit? Uh,
2: I called this one last week a little bit. Um, I said don't count them out yet. Um, Izzo is one of the best in the business, and – They've got that same crew back. So I was not shocked to, to see the game. I guess to be up 30 like they were in the first half, that shocked me. But to see them win the game uh, did not shock me. So what a dominant performance over a Baylor basketball team. Michigan State was clicking on every single cylinder
0: possible. Um, I loved it. They played so well. John, you said it last week that when you give Izzo practice time, and Izzo talked about this after – the win on Saturday at Little Caesars Arena, that when you give quality coaches and quality staffs practice time, they really can turn things around in a hurry.
1: Yeah, you have that time in college basketball. That is so, so key. I mean, it is, it is amazing when you have a day off. As I said, you play, a, you know, maybe be a Wednesday game and you give them Thursday off, and then you put you practice Friday, Saturday, and play Sunday. Or or any any of those combinations which they had before the Baylor game, you can make big strides. Uh, the pros know there's no way you got to get you got games all through that. But I'm sure that they could watch some films. Uh, they could they could continue with just maintenance type of stuff to keep their skill level up. But really, you know, dive into the areas where Tom had saw weak spots, and for them to do that to Baylor. Uh, I love seeing that big 10 have that type of success over a very good big 12 team. And uh, I mean, it was, they they didn't shoot a lot of threes. They still, they still, you know, stayed who they are. They shot open threes. And I think that was key for them. But when Walker, when Walker plays as well as he played in that game, you know, and they're, they're getting, as I talked about before, Trey Holloman, I mean, he's giving them a little extra here and there too. There's, they're starting to round into shape right now, Bill.
0: What impressed you the most about what Michigan State did to Baylor, John?
1: Oh, I, I think just their overall game that they got out here. They are on a neutral court. They get out and get right into it with 45 points in the second half and hold them to 17. I mean, it, that's, a, that's an amazing thing to be able to do both things. And I, I think Tom's teams over the years – They have tried to run more. They have tried to rebound and run. That was one of the things we were really afraid of. But there's been some years he thought that wasn't best for his team. But he scored 45 points in the first half. means they were getting a lot of defensive rebounds because they played great D. You know, if you're taking the ball out, you get the ball in football on the one-yard line every time, you usually don't score. If you get it on the 35, you can score well. That's what a defensive rebound does. It gives you the ability to outlet, get it on the 35, and you can get up and score some points. So they really did that. The pace of the game they played with, and they were were extremely efficient in almost everything they did.
0: Josh, what impressed you the most about what Izzo and the Spartans did? I know nobody saw up 30 in the first half coming. I do agree with Coach here that defense can create offense quickly, In basketball, I was really impressed with the intensity and passion uh, start to finish in that game. What stuck out to you in the Spartans' domination of Baylor?
2: I think the same thing. It just seemed like uh, they were that team from last year that was thinking they're going to win the Big Ten and go into March uh, and be there in March to play. Um, The energy, the passion that they brought – uh, was not a team that was at the bottom of the Big Ten standings right now. So that's what impressed me the most is they came out and they they made a decision in that locker room that we're not going to give up yet. And they played with just an extreme amount of passion.
0: You know what impressed me the most about the weekend wasn't being up uh, by over 30 on Baylor, coach. It's the fact that they didn't have the letdown game against a very strong Greg Campy coached Oakland team and they came right back uh, less than, well, a little bit more than 48 hours later and just kept that intensity and pressure going. And that game wasn't as close as the final score indicated in what Michigan State did to Oakland last night.
1: No, that was really impressive. Every year, you know, you have a game like that, and then you go 48 hours later. Huge. That would sk- I wouldn't sleep for two nights if I were in that situation, including after the Baylor game. I'd be thinking about Oakland. And so they uh, – but the, I'm sure that he went really light in between. They watched some good positive film on Baylor so that they could grow from it. And then they just went in and, and, you know, as I said, just played Oakland, you know, went in there like they were playing Baylor again. Certainly didn't have that same wide score but in the first half, but they did just go in and just take command of the game. And uh, that's what they do when they're rolling – and they're like I said, they're not ta- they're not they're, they don't have a lot of shooters, so they're not taking a lot of threes. But they're also taking really good shots, and that makes a big difference. They want to cut their turnovers down a little bit, but still, this defense they've always had is good. It's rounded in the shape. I, I just like where they are going into the Big Ten uh, schedule now.
0: John Beilein, former Michigan coach, joins us each and every week on the HUGE show. Across Michigan, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting and business firm CPAs, world headquarters in Troy. Josh Garvey heads up the Grand Rapids office here on the west side of the state, joining us in studio each and every week through the NBA Finals with Coach Beeline. All right, for Michigan State, let's go to Michigan. Juwan Howard was cleared of any wrongdoing in the argument, I guess we can call altercation with uh, coach Sanderson, the strength and conditioning coach, he's back. Sanderson filed that HR report. I I, I don't know if that fence can be mended. Uh, that will be internal. But in terms of basketball, right now you got a six and five Michigan team. Josh, uh, you're looking at a, a Big Ten that outside of Purdue, there's not a dominant team. Just a, a lot of teams that haven't played uh, big boy schedules. Uh, Michigan will need. Maybe three wins over 500 in Big Ten play to get to the tournament. I don't know if I see that number. Uh, Your thoughts on the return of Jawan Howard and where the Wolverines are at right now?
2: Yeah, we talked about this last week a little bit with Michigan. They've lost some close games um, to some good teams with Oregon uh, and Indiana. This conversation would be a lot different, I think, uh, if those games would have just – uh, the ball would have bounced their way a little bit. They've got Florida today. Um, that's a tough team. Florida is a tough team. I've watched a few of their games. Um, they're coming to Ann Arbor uh, for that one. And then they've got one more game against McNeese State, and it looks like we jump right into Big Ten play. So um, Jawan Howard coming back, I think it motivates the players. That's their leader, right? And and um, I think that that will help them. Um So we'll see. We'll see down the stretch here.
0: Florida would be a big win for their uh, selection Sunday resume going into Big Ten play. And like I said, you know, at least two wins over 500 in Big Ten regular season play, maybe three. Coach Beeline, uh, Michigan, Florida, uh, they need some quality wins uh, on their uh, resume. And what do you think they need to do in Big Ten play to be a tournament team this year now with Coach Howard back?
1: Well, this 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 Florida game is going to be big for them because it it's something to correct you, Josh. It's it's in Charlotte. It's the Jump Man uh, games with I think North Carolina, and somebody else is in the other game with them. And so it would so they're going down there and play Florida, and Florida's just like them, trying to find themselves. Um, I just think that we, we with a we have a quick turnaround still from our last game, but. It is. It's going to be. Uh, it, it's going to be difficult right now uh, it, as they round into shape with a consistent coaching staff. But I think between now and their first Big Ten game, they got a couple of weeks for Jawan and his staff to just get a rhythm of how they're coaching the team. Everybody knows who is at. I think that's been a distraction. But I could be wrong, and maybe maybe I have uh, the rose-colored glasses for Michigan. But I like everything about their team. They got they got shooting. They got some experience. They got a point guard. I like when they're playing Cheddar as the five man because now they got a you, you got a shooting five, and that makes a, and I love shooting five. So, um, but this but at some point you are you know what your scores are, and so as a result they got to beat Florida if they're going to go into this with a resume that says we're, you know, let's say you're above 500 team in the Big Ten. Um, they got the, the Big Ten schedule won't be enough sometimes. you got to win out of conference. So this is a the, uh, the, probably the biggest game that they've had this preseason is go, is go to a neutral court and beat Florida. It'd be big for them.
0: Yeah, and one thing, Josh, like I looked at the schedule, it says home every other year, one's a visitor, one's a home team, even though the game is isn't in Ann Arbor, it is down in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, joining us in the studio as he does each and every week with Coach Beeline talking hoops. Let's move on from Michigan and get to the Pistons. I, I think it's sad that there's almost a moral victory because they played the Hawks tough. I've, it's still a loss. Uh, they're still 2-25 and 25 on the season with 24 straight losses. Coach Beeline, uh, Monty Williams is trying to figure it out. Troy Weaver is trying to figure it out. Cade Cunningham had a great game offensively. I'd like to see him play with that intensity on both sides of the floor. But uh, 24 losses in a row is 24 losses in a row. Where do they go from here? If you were Monty Williams and the coach, John, how do you stop the bleeding in terms of loss after loss after loss?
1: Well, it is, it is so tough because I know that I've been in that situation. I think one year, my first year at Michigan, we might have lost eight in a row, and I think with Cleveland, we must we might have lost eight or nine in a row, um, a time or two, and I'm sure he's already had. Those frank discussions with them, and maybe it's after lost ten, or it's lost fifteen, or it's lost twenty. We're talking twenty four in the road. It's as hard as a coach to come out now and come up with something brand new. They just need to get a win somehow. I, I can remember a, a games before. Remember a game at West Virginia, where where this, I thought we I had lost the team seriously playing at Providence. I thought we'd lost the team. We'd lost three or four in a row. And I said, we're done. We're cooked. And I remember Mike Gansley, one of our star players, crawling on the, the floor for a ball to get it like that. to So he could go to beat a guy for the ball to get us to the foul line. And we went up on problems by four and we won. And the next thing you know, we're in the Elite Eight. I mean, a month later, we're in the Elite Eight. So it is so hard when little things can turn a team when I actually thought we're, we might not have ever win a game again. So they just need one of those little things to give them some belief in themselves. But this is hard to explain right now for anybody. I was actually hoping you'd ask Josh this question and not me, but I've been there in with the NBA and that they got another game and another game. And they're, they're I believe they're back home again now and they can get some wins here. They just need one, and then, like, start all over again. Start all over again, and let's win the next one and win the next one. But this is this is unprecedented uh, in, in with the Detroit Pistons, and certainly you know, almost in the NBA. You've never seen this. So hard to explain, but some way, shape, or form, they will win a game again, and then maybe that's a that's a start over for them.
0: Yeah, they get Utah uh, coming up tomorrow night at home they got three of the next five at home, and those home games will be Utah, Brooklyn, and Toronto, three teams that don't play uh, a lot of defense. But, man, you know, the Pistons get, what, 43 from Cade, and they uh, still lose. I, they, they still are giving up way too many points, Josh. And I, I believe their start to ending this streak is that same passion and intensity that Michigan State brought to Little Caesars Arena – I think it starts on the defensive end for the Pistons.
2: I'd have to agree. You're looking at the point totals for the last few games. Everything's hovering around 130 outside of the Bucks game, almost 150. So that's a lot of points. Um, it, 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 Back to coach's point of of unprecedented times. We haven't seen this in 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 basketball, national basketball, um, ever. So it's. Hard to say, and I'm glad you asked him the question first because I, I I really don't know how to comment either about how do you turn that around, and we certainly have a good coach. Um, there's certainly some talent in the room,
0: and so... Where's the defense? Where's the defense? You know, and Coach, uh, what Josh is saying, I'm looking at the Pistons giving up over 120 a game this year. Yep. People aren't yep. talking enough about how defense and lack of it is a big problem here, but when you are the worst defensive team in the NBA... It is easy to see how you can lose 24 games in a row.
1: Yeah, the, the, the deep, you're all right with the defense and and I if you said okay what is one thing that you would say I mean they're having some too many 35 and 40 point quarters and you can only call so many timeouts and it gets away from them in a quarter and all of a sudden they're down but I mean they these are you know 110 111 points if you can be in that category you can win some games defensively, and we're a long ways from that. I mean, a long ways from that. So um, young team, but we, we've we been using that young team for a long time now, for three years, and it's it's hard. And somehow between Monty and his staff, and his staff has got to be so important to him right now because Monty can't do it all, but he's got to have a staff that can connect with the players and get them back on the right side and give them confidence individually so they can do it. But Boyan is starting to you know get more be playing more. Gate had a good game last night. I see Jay Ivey's getting more time. They can do this, but there's a confidence they all they've all lost, including the coaching staff. One win can bring that back. But you can't get a win if they're not going to defend better than they are.
0: Yeah. Twenty four losses in a row for your Detroit Pistons. We are talking hoops like we do each and every week. With former Michigan head coach, Cleveland Cavaliers head coach and special advisor to the Pistons, John Beeline, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA, accounting and business firms with offices all around the world. World headquarters in Troy, Michigan, Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Grand Rapids office. So, Coach, before I let you go, I mentioned at the top of our conversation today that Coach Garvey, as we'll call him, was fired up downstairs in the lobby at our flagship station, 96 won the game, getting in uh, to the elevator. We could barely get a how you doing? he goes, you know what, Brett, I got the tackling dummy ready and I told my son and his friends, we are going to run, run and run. This is a sixth grade uh, basketball team coach Beeline, You've been around the block. you've coached at all levels. What would be your advice? For Coach Garvey as he heads in to that pivotal sixth grade basketball season.
1: Well, Josh, one thing I can say that I learned probably midway through of my career is your team's never as they're never as bad as they look, and they're never as good. as they look. But you're you're never far from either one, you know, at any time. So it is a thing that just stay with the fundamentals. Do not. You know, there's some emotion involved, but right now, what's the tone at the top from the coach when he walks in there every day? Is it, yes, we can do this. We're going to get better. I love coaching you. Or me as a young coach, you guys better do this right, or we're running forever, right? So you've got to find a mix that up, Josh. But I, I'd choose the second one right now. A lot of confidence, a lot of love. At the same time, make them work hard in every practice and On the small things, landing on two feet, pivoting, throwing a good pass, getting in the stance, all those things. And they'll appreciate it later on, Josh.
0: Uh, by the way, you just cost uh, Josh his $139 at the sporting goods store that he spent on the tackling dummy. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are scared over here. You should Wait, see this. Well, well, a, uh, when I'm walking into the elevator, you go, I got the tackling dummy ready. I'm like, uh, well, you know, maybe is there an indoor football league uh, for sixth graders? He goes, no, it's basketball. And they're going to learn how to be tough.
2: We're going to be out in the streets right. of Grand Rapids running sprints, drills. You watch. Uh, John
0: gave you his advice. I, You know, I there, there was a viral video, before I let you guys go, of Podrick Harrington, and I don't know if it was at the PNC, I think it was over the weekend, the father-son, father-daughter event, right? On the PGA Tour, where an announcer, Golf Channel, NBC, whoever it was, asked him about when his kid got started in golf. And he said, this was an amazing interview. I wish I had the audio. I might have to find it, play it on the show, where he said, when you take your kids golfing, let them have as much fun as possible. Don't take your game with your kids' game. Don't take your life pressures to the golf course with your kids. Let them have fun when they look like they've had enough, whether it's three, six, nine, twelve, fourteen holes, leave the course, get them a you know, get them a snack, get them a drink, and talk about how much fun you had all day. And it was amazing to hear a PGA. Pro and a, a pretty darn good one and Patrick Harrington coach Beeline, talk about the fun element for kids to get connected to a game.
1: It, it, it's so key, and it said we found this is this every decade, I think I've heard those words, oh, these kids are hard to coach and they've changed. And it's true. They have changed every decade. So you as a coach, you have to change every decade. And this is about yeah you know I'm not now I'm not one of the ones you lose a game everybody gets cupcakes I'm not that guy uh, but I am a guy that let's make practice where we're sure we're positive we're encouraging people yeah yes space I called it a yes space have this yes space all the time so you give confidence and then they'll play with that confidence so I know it's a little intangible to do and I'm sorry about the. Uh, the blocking dummy and all those things. You, I can you Izzo fan. If you went with the blocking dummy and told fan, that means, Josh, you're more of a Michigan State fan.
0: And last week you called him more of a Michigan fan. So I think you've already figured out Josh Garvey, Coach Beeline. Well done, my man. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy Christmas, and we'll talk next week, okay? All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, Cleveland Cavaliers, and you hey, you didn't have to pay for that advice. I didn't. That was great advice. It was funny how he brought up the the tackling dummy. Must be an Izzo (laughs) fan. You're kind of laughing. I did. We're going to do war Uh, with sixth graders. We're doing war. (laughs) You didn't rebound last week (laughs) in that scrimmage against Cedar Springs. You're going to rebound this week. That's right. All right, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's. Grand Rapids officer, world headquarters over in Troy on the east side of the state. Each and every week, uh, he joins me in studio to talk hoops with Coach Beeline. My man, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me.